the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Lancet study on COVID vaccine autopsies finds 74% were caused by vaccine. Studies removed in 24 hours. Doctor, walk us through this. This is a stunning uh, act of medical censorship. Uh, this is a high-level paper. It's all the autopsies done across all the different case reports in the world's commission uh, by the University of Michigan School of Public Health. Pulsher is the first author. I'm the senior author. Uh, Lancet uh, did not view it unfavorably. It triaged it to a lower-level Lancet journal, and I, we declined that because we're going to publish it in a high-level journal. But Lancet did allow it on its preprint server, which is non-peer-reviewed, but it went through two sets of checks. It was perfectly fine. Charlie, it was up overnight and it was getting huge surges in downloads. And I, I think I think some acting entity contacted Elsevier Lancet and said, take the paper down. We can't let the truth get out about death after vaccination. So let's let's go to the question. Why? Why on earth are they censoring this? I mean, doctor, if my my team tells me you're one of the most published cardiologists in American history. You, you have a lot of experience publishing data that people might not like to hear, but you have to go where the data leads you. Doctor, why, why is the powerful Lancet censoring wrong think that might go against the narrative? What, what's the motive here? The motive is continued mass vaccination at all costs, and it does mean suppressing information on safety. Uh, this has now come out, by the way, in the Cariati et al. lawsuit versus Biden for social media censorship. Social media was actively censoring any information on vaccine safety, just like the medical journals are, including Lancet. It, it really makes you wonder. I mean, so right now there are 120 colleges, by the way, that still require full vaccination, full boosting for kids to go there. And so, so doctor, I'm starting to see the Overton window move a little bit, though. Even in just upper polite society, people that were otherwise shills and peddlers of the mRNA vaccine People that I kind of, you know, talk to here or there, they've really turned on this. And there's, I think, a consensus agreement, 60 to 70 percent of the country that now either regrets getting the mRNA shot, believes it was a mistake. Doctor, let's talk about this. It was maybe 10 to 15 percent of the country. And now it's 60 to 70 percent of the country. You deserve a lot of credit for it. Have you seen similar movements in the Overton window? Yeah, I agree that the country and actually the world at large has realized the vaccines aren't safe. They never worked. You know, the CDC V-safe data, 10 million Americans, 7.7% got so sick with the shots, they had to go to the ER, be hospitalized afterwards. That's a huge number. Uh, the Rasmussen survey this fall sadly showed one in four Americans know somebody who's died of the vaccine. I mean, that's a huge, huge number. Uh, now we have these data showing that, you know, when the autopsies, when they're done, and we had a standard search methodology, standard adjudication, uh, people expert in cardiac pathology, including myself, we know what we're looking at. And, you know, Lancet, 
uh, you know, Lance had said, uh, you know, the methodology didn't support the conclusions, but they didn't say what about the methodology. And they certainly didn't have problems when we are putting it up on the preprint server. I think this is censorship after the fact. And I think it's probably influenced by what we term in my book, a biopharmaceutical complex, a syndicate that's formed out there that does have an agenda for worldwide mass vaccination. It really is a syndicate. Let's let's go to the next story here. New study finds zero Amish children diagnosed with cancer, diabetes, or autism. Uh, this is a third rail, third rail, doctor. What does the study show? Yeah, this is indicating the results of what's called going natural. That is, in today's modern day world, where we don't have the old threats of diphtheria, pertussis, measles, German measles, polio, improvement in environmental water supply, living conditions, et cetera. We simply don't have those threats. Now the Amish are a real living experiment that going natural has very good outcomes and it raises the issue. Mass vaccination of these legacy uh, problems in children, could it be causing autoimmune conditions like asthma, atopic dermatitis, tympanostomy tubes, diabetes, ADD, autism spectrum disorder? Three studies support the Amish, one by Miller, um, Thomas and Hooker all show going natural with no childhood vaccines in the modern day certainly is safe and the kids are healthier than their vaccinated uh, cohort. So, so doctor, we've seen autism used to be one in a thousand or one in 2000. Now it's for young boys, one in 27 to 35. I can't remember somewhere in that. Do you believe based on the data that you have available that mass vaccination could potentially be one of the reasons as to why the autism rates have skyrocketed in the last decade or two? I think you stated right. Could potentially be. Here's where we are, Charlie. We've got about 800 papers in the peer-reviewed literature, about 200 showing that autism and ADD are actually a, a, a neurologic consequence of the immune system, something in the immune system in childhood. The obvious perturbation of the immune system is hyper-vaccination. The kids are receiving multiple vaccines and single shots now, having uh, dramatic immune system activation. Some children clearly have uh, fever, some tonic-clonic jerking, uh, eye movements, and then actually febrile seizures. Then after that, they clinically have autism. So, I mean, those cases, I think, are clear. Uh, But the preponderance of literature now is pointing to a connection. It's making everybody very concerned. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Yeah. And I mean, there are a lot of parents out there that want to delay vaccines. And the problem is, doctor, can you help me understand this? Why is it that 99 percent of pediatricians are 
pathological when it comes to the full CDC schedule. In fact, they won't allow kids to go to some summer camps or some schools. What is it in the medical training that creates almost a religious commitment to mass childhood vaccination with no delays, no questions. On the three-month mark, you must go through these six vaccines, hepatitis B, hepatitis A, you know, Prevnar, polio. Some of those things might have some interesting, you know, counterpoints, but then, you know, chicken pox, DTAP, is, is there a money incentive? Is there insurance incentive? Or is it the way they are trained? It's the way they're trained. And, you know, there's been about 150-year vaccine ideology. Uh, that the, the the ideology is that the human system is inherently weak, that man can make it better, uh, that vaccines are good. By the way, Charlie, the same ideology is in veterinary medicine. Every year there's more and more vaccines for pets and for livestock. So it's the same ideology. Uh, it, it's, it's never considered that we can challenge it. We can never challenge vaccines. And now with the COVID-19 vaccine added to the childhood schedule, everyone's saying, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. The financial incentives to pediatricians actually are the capper. Uh, there with strong ideology, strong orthodoxy, and then financial incentives. The, the doctors end up railroading them on the parents without any fair discussion of, of safety and, and clinical No, need. and there's this mass guilt. I mean, so there's, there's some of the vaccines might be necessary. I'm not, a, I'm not an expert on this, but if you, know, if you even ask a question, like, hey, maybe we could go back to like the 1984 schedule. They say you're anti-vax. And but but doctor also it it is the rapidity there. They will go through five or six or seven vaccines in one doctor's office. Right. Uh, one doctor's visit. Correct. Right. And, you know, it's it's not just, uh, you know, uh, autism, ADD, but it's also allergic asthma, need for tympanosmy tubes, ectopic dermatitis. Uh, there's a clear risk of febrile seizure and death. That's been reported with multiple vaccines given at one time. You know, so one proposal would be to make it much more risk stratified, space them out. Uh, for instance, uh, little boys don't have any consequences from rubella or German measles. It's only girls approaching childbearing years. So we could take the boys out of the rubella program, for instance. Uh, hepatitis B, it's only needed in babies at birth. I know. Active using mothers or those with active hepatitis B. All the other children can actually skip it. And then if they become a healthcare worker later on like me, they can take it. So I'm not anti-vax, Charlie. You know, I've taken every vax. I've ca- I counted up the number of shots I personally received in life. It's 69. I've but been you, like a push well, pin cushion. That's a lot, doctor, but, but that's under the childhood vaccination schedule right now. I know, but listen, I, you know, Charlie, I'm 60 years old. Do you know what a child today no, would that, accumulate? That's right. It's 75. 60? Yeah. So, so no, it's going to be way more than 100. No, with it's because the multiplicity, I... Uh, you know, I got to, you know, skip chickenpox and all the other uh, vaccines. Um, so the bottom line is even lightly vaccinated. I'm at 69 shots. 40 of them have been flu shots. But the question is being asked, when is it too much? And the data may be emerging now. It's too much. We probably are going to need to go to risk stratification for what's really needed, what's really appropriate, and not just, you know, pummel these kids with salvos of vaccines. Yeah. And so, but doctor, can you also mention that as modern medicine progresses on the treatment side, is it always necessary to then, is it, is there a question of, do you need to then inoculate against the potential disease or bacterial infection if your treatments have improved? For example, we can control fevers better. You know, we have, we have more targeted antibiotics, for example, against, you know, meningitis or, you know, whooping cough. 
Is that ever factored into the conversation or is mass inoculation the only methodology that we're willing to embrace? No, it should be factored in the, cons- the, the conversation for sure. Um, you know, for sure, d- diphtheria and pertussis, Charlie, are treated with a Z-pack. Uh, tetanus nowadays, a good wound care. We just don't have tetanus outbreaks. It's easy to, to, to treat. You, you know, always give antibiotics with deep tissue wounds anyway. Uh, measles is very well supported. It's a mild uh, illness. Uh, mumps, again, very supportable. Congenital rubella, I think there would be a case in, in women. You, congenital rubella syndrome is, is, is terrible. Can be, you know, the vaccine there is effective. There's a case there. Hepatitis B would only be for healthcare workers or high-risk people later on in life. Uh, the pneumococcal vaccine and flu vaccines, they simply don't work. And recent studies show they have no protection against serious outcomes. So I think the vaccine schedule could really be streamlined and we could uh, probably de-risk it a lot. The kids right now who are skipping all the vaccines, though, including this study you brought up, they look the best. Going natural right now looks the best. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.